Hi, everyone. This is Greg Brooks with Rocket Station, an outsourcing company that helps businesses hire experienced virtual assistants. Listen to my episode where we talk about how outsourcing gives your business the competitive edge. You're listening to the Just Get Hired podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Just Get Hired podcast. With so many jobs being lost in America, why does outsourcing make sense? With the recession looming and the cost of goods and services skyrocketing in the United States, a lot of companies find that the competitive edge to salvage their business, decrease cost, and improve overall customer satisfaction is by outsourcing. A few companies that have often outsourced are technology, call centers, human resources, and manufacturing. Well, the company I'm going to introduce you to next is mainly focused on the real estate industry, which is a niche that not many would consider to outsource their work. But pay attention. If you're a real estate investor, property manager, realtor, or broker, this solution might be something to consider. And if you're curious about jobs overseas and working remotely, well, this is a conversation worth tuning into. Hey everyone, my name is Jessica Fiesta George and I'm your host of Just Get Hired. This is a podcast where I share tips for job seekers to level up their opportunities as well as business leaders and hiring managers looking to get ahead of the competition. Welcome to episode 39 with my guest, Greg Brooks. Greg is the National Director of Business Development at Rocket Station. Rocket Station is an outsourcing company that helps businesses hire experienced virtual assistants. Greg has more than a decade worth of experience in sales, marketing, and business development. We're going to talk about the motivation to outsource components of the business overseas and how it's going to give companies the competitive edge that they might need to be successful. Well, if you guys like my content, head over to my website, justgethired.com. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, justgethired. Also, connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me by searching my full name, Jessica Fiesta George. And if you like this podcast, I want you to keep it going. I want to thank you guys for always keeping it on the top of the charts on Good Pods and on several online lists. Well, let's bring Greg in and let's talk more about this topic. All right, Just Get Hired podcast fans, I am bringing to you Greg Brooks with Rocket Station. How's it going, Greg? So good. Thank you. Uh, so we were just talking. It's been busy travel for both of us, but no, we appreciate you uh, you having us on the pod. Absolutely. So where are you joining us since you're not traveling today? Yeah, so I am. So Rocket Station, <laughs> so despite most of our teams and workforce being halfway around the world in the Philippines, I'm actually based out of Dallas-Fort Worth. So I'm you're getting me live from my... Uh, my at-home office here just north of uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Awesome. That's where my office is, and I'll be headed there next week. And I'm usually in Dallas at least once or twice a month. So um, The heat has finally broken, and you know the heat I'm talking about. So it's like a nice 82 degrees today. So let me know when you get in town. <laughs> Sounds good. So I take it, are you working remotely? Are you hybrid? Are you in the office? Yeah. So we're, our whole company is, is hybrid. So it's funny. We were like work from home before work from home was sexy. Um, we, this is just kind of how we've, how we've always operated, obviously being a, a company that's, that's multinational. Um, we've everything from just like the flexibility that it gives us in the Philippines to just find good talent to, you know, we do have a, a relatively kind of not startup, but younger, 
you know, company um, over mm -hmm. here from, from myself and my partners and our employees here. So between, you know, families and, and all of the kind of, Hey, I want to go, you know, live out in Colorado for six months during COVID that some people did. We've always found that hybrid has always been kind of the best way for us to function both here in the U S as well as overseas. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of people are craving that hybrid. Um, you know, at first it was like, I want to be remote only, but there's something about being in the office and just seeing friendly faces every now and then, and just having that interaction, people kind of crave that. Oh, definitely. I never thought I would say this because I mean, just say, I'm sure you can relate to this and, and any, most of your listeners. I mean, we've all done the conferences and the education seminars and, you know, there comes a point where you're just kind of like, uh, I'm on another plane at another <laughs> conference. But I, you know, when we started back at it kind of, you know, December, January, I mean, I was, I kind of liked it bumping elbows with people. We, you know, we, our team here, in Dallas, we always, you know, we try to do at least a couple days in the office, um, you know, depending on everyone's schedules. But, but you're right. We we had a, a big function of our team over in the Philippines. We had our big end of the year banquet this year, and I mean, the feedback from everyone was just like, like kind of like a, almost like a breath of fresh air. It's like, ah, we're finally back to normal. We can, <laughs> you know, we can hug, we can shake hands, we can toast. Like it's no more, you know, no more of those awkward Zoom, you know, five o'clock happy hours where you lie. Right. <laughs> and spill beer on your computer <laughs> oh yeah those were the fun days for sure and i think we'll look back and we'll probably have a good laugh about that but it was definitely a learning experience for all of us i think definitely definitely <laughs> so greg so rocket station tell me a little bit about what you guys do and what type of clients you support for sure so we're an integrated staffing solution and all that means is we are a virtual outsourcing partner um, mostly for the real estate industry, helping our clients really make that transition from certain functions of their business that they might be exploring outsourcing or offshoring options. So we've got, as I said, we're, we're based locally here in Dallas, but we've got over 2,500 employees in the Philippines that service our almost 750 clients all across mostly the U.S. as well as Canada. And our team members plug into their businesses just like they were sitting there locally you know, in the client's office. So we kind of navigate everything from the HR and screening and finding good talent halfway around the world through the, the training, through the onboarding, as well as through the, the, the process documentation for our clients to make sure that when they're hiring these, you know, these world-class virtual assistants, um, mm -hmm. that their role that they're plugging into is clearly defined. And that kind of that training, onboarding and management curve that we all, you know, we all feel as we make a new hire is lessened and we're able to partner with them to take on a lot of that so that our teams, our, our clients can be very nimble in their staffing, but still get a, a really world-class outcome in terms of the person who's sitting in that seat doing the work every day for them. Well, I know we'll probably get into like how you train someone across the world and how you, you know, kind of keep your staff motivated, but maybe kind of go into your background and your role and what kind of led you to work at Rocket Station. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, rewind six years ago, I had, I couldn't even have pointed where the Philippines was on the map. <laughs> um, I was kind of your, uh, you know, your token kind of entrepreneurial minded college grad. So I did kind of six, six jobs in seven years. And in between there had a couple of my own businesses that I started, had a restaurant, ended up, uh, 
ended up kind of working in, in sales and marketing. That's always kind of been, you know, kind of been my background. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was actually working in the military resale channel. So, you know, working for kind of a corporate 100, you know, systems and processes and chains of command and, and had the opportunity through one of my now business partners, um, him and his brother had just, had just kind of launched rocket station as a standalone entity. So kind of came into, I mean, a very fun, fast moving kind of startup type culture and, um, say my partners and myself, um, you know, Rob is, is very much our visionary, kind of the, the person that sets the strategy into the future, but execution, you know, he'll tell you not one of his strong suits. Um, mm-hmm. Mark, my other partner, he was the, the ops guy. He's very much the eyes dotted, T's crossed, you know, came from the, the higher ed space um, where that was really his forte. And, and I kind of stepped in to build out our sales and, and marketing team. So, I mean, I've a lot of our clients I work with, especially in those early years, I wasn't so far removed to kind of what their experience was as they were trying to figure out like, what is this VA thing? How can I work with someone halfway around the world? Do they speak English? Like I, I had kind of just gone through that learning curve myself. So it's been, it's been really fun kind of taking my experiences both personally for our company, as well as working with, you know, hundreds of small to mid-sized businesses every single year and really helping them take that next step, both in how they hire, how they operate, and really how they set their team members up for success. Well, I know where the Philippines is because most people may not know this, but I am Filipino. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that you guys have, um, you know, you're using the talent that is out there because, um, you know, there's a lot of great English speaking um, men and women over there that are really trying to make their way. And um, the Philippines is a great uh, place to be. So for sure. I mean, education wise, I mean, obviously we were talking, you still have family that goes back and forth. I mean, it's just incredible people and incredible culture. And I mean, for a lot of our clients, I mean, just really hardworking, very intelligent kind of world-class individuals that, I mean, just with how, you know, I'm sure we'll get into some of this, the high, how the, the hiring economy has been, wages, all that fun stuff that every business owner is dealing with right now. You know, the Philippines is, is kind of the hotspot worldwide for, for English speaking, you know, companies to kind of find some solutions to a lot of the staffing problems that we're having here domestically. Well, so real estate. So you don't come from a real estate background. Do your partners have real estate backgrounds? Um, you know, why did you guys choose that space to kind of model your business? Yeah, great question. So I'm sure some of your readers and maybe yourself, are, are you familiar with the book, The 4-Hour Workweek? Yes. Yeah. So this book, you know, as everybody knows, it's kind of figure out what you want to do and outsource the rest. Um, and that is, so Rob, he was a, he was a real estate investor here in Dallas about 12, 13 years ago. And, you know, kind of the, the, the long, the short of it is built up a very successful investing business. He had, well, he was managing properties as well. You know, he, he was young, probably, you know, 26, 27 and, you know, built up this big, huge office with lots of people and lots of overhead and lots of risk. And Rob, like I said, is very much the visionary within our company and, you know, kind of went through the four hour work week and realized a lot of, you know, a lot of what he's dealing with day to day is, you know, it's like you're walking into the office and there's a new fire that you're fighting every single day and no one's really got clarity and you're not sure what John does over there. And is Sally, you know, are we giving Sally enough support in her role? And, and kind of went through that book and, and realized like there has to be a more scalable, more efficient way to like mm-hmm. take on a lot of just this operational business stuff that 
you know, it's slow, it was slowing him down, but slowing down every company, right? Whether it's like lead qualification or prospecting new deals or, you know, running comps and due diligence on certain areas he was looking to invest in. There was a lot of people, there was a lot to get done, but there wasn't really any clarity with, with who owned it. So the reason we went into real estate is Rob kind of found this gap where VAs were becoming more prominent, but the big problem there was like the way real estate investors and really the real estate industry works here in the U.S. is very unique. So there is a learning curve when you when you work with somebody offshore, um, you know, whether that's Mexico, whether that's Nicaragua, whether that's, um, you know, the Philippines. But if you could kind of get over that learning curve and get them contextually understanding kind of what they did and get them plugged into, you know, the, the, the data management roles, the sales roles, the, the, the customer service roles, it could become a very powerful tool to, you know, limit overhead, but help you scale in a way in a way more efficient way. So Rob, he was really using VAs in his own personal business and just mm-hmm. through kind of the mastermind community, you know, started to help his friends hire and then, you know, started to realize himself, like, I need a system to recruit. I need a system to, to screen these people. I need a system to train them. And then that's, that's kind of where, where myself and, and, and Mark came in. So just kind of out of a function of, hey, I'm doing this in my business. I know it's successful, you know, kind of like the minimal viable product idea. Mm-hmm. came came to us and we kind of you know all joined forces and realized like i think i think we've got something and, and since then we've branched out we, we work in the property management space multifamily all the way down to single we have a big home services division you know servicing a lot of local um you know from home inspectors to plumbers to roofers everybody needs affordable talented customer service data management you know leads sales marketing and the philippines and kind of our system that we've helped that we've kind of developed and, and reworked and crafted, you know, has created a, a really streamlined process for, you know, a lot of businesses within the real estate industry to be able to hire, you know, these world-class trained virtual teammates from, from halfway around the world. Such an impressive um, story. I mean, to be able to come up with and think of that at such a young age and then developing it into the business that it is today. That's very impressive. I'm sure to your partners and to you. That's, that's awesome. I know. And I'm sure it's so funny, like saying this, like, and we've talked about this, how we've both done a lot of these podcasts. Like when you sum it up into the nice, like seven minute, like, (laughs) here's how we did it. It's like, Oh yeah, you guys are so good. But it was a lot of learning. You know, you talk about just from myself to our team members, like figuring out, you know, the best way to train and how to draw, you know, practical reasoning and how to hold people accountable. You know, it's been, a labor of love over the last five years, but we're, you know, we're really thrilled with where we're at. And, and it's, it's definitely been an exciting journey. And it's one that everyone in our company loves because even though we're not, you know, startup mode anymore, um, we still get to work with, you know, we, we work with the small to mid-sized business sector, right? All the kind of local businesses. Um, so, so every single day we go in and there's a new, you know, new solution, new problem, new something that we're working through with our clients. So it, it makes for a very, a very exciting day to day within kind of how we operate, even though I'm not as much involved in the day to day anymore. It's uh, it's fun watching our teams grow and solve problems and really serve our clients. Well, so you talk about the Philippines. Um, so, you know, why do companies such as yours outsource things, you know, overseas? I mean, you touched upon it uh, earlier about, you know, how hard it is to find um, n- not only talent, but just the cost model. But, you know, what are some other reasons why companies do go overseas to um, get things done? Here yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so the the outsourcing world is very unique in in where a lot of kind of the day to day stuff that uh, you know entrepreneurs or or small or large business you know owners struggle with, there there are these kind of specialized outsourcing outfits that whether it's accounting functions, whether it's customer support teams, whether it's call centers, whether it's you know a team to manage your lead management or run your marketing, um, a lot of these companies have have popped up both domestically as well as as well as overseas, and it's I think it's all about just leveraging you know, your time, right? We all, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as employees, we have a certain amount of time to get done what we have to do. And we prioritize that. So where outsourcing has really gained a lot of steam and specifically kind of what we do within the offshoring model, obviously mm-hmm. there's a huge financial benefit, right? When you can go to another country and, 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 you know, you're, you're saving 50, 60, 70% on overhead, you know, plus you're not having to worry about, you know, the employee liability of it, because like with our service, all of the employees are, are employed by us. So you're, mm-hmm. they work for you like they're sitting in the office, they're dedicated, but you don't have, you know, any of the, the liability, the social security, the taxes that come with, you know, hiring local W-2s or, or paying 1099s. So there's, there's always the financial, but I think what a lot of people are finding is the business efficiency, right? It's, it's, I'm a big believer that you know, most people can only, you know, stay focused and, and really run at three, maybe four things at a time. So when you kind of back that out and look at it at, at your company, if you're trying to be, you know, the best marketing company within your industry, but you're also trying to be, you know, the best place of employment and empowering your people. And, and you're also trying to be the best, provide world-class customer service. And you're also trying to streamline your technology. There's just so much that everyone's always doing all the time in this crazy world that we're all still kind of navigating, you know, with virtual and hybrid outsourcing can be a huge, you know, huge help internally where you can find people that specialize in those niche areas of your business that, you know, are important, but you know, that, you know, you don't necessarily have the time to build out teams or, or, or scale large operations around it. So, you know, that's why we really work in tandem to take deep dives with our clients because everyone's business is a little bit, you know, everyone's business is unique, but when you start flushing out a lot of that operational type work, the customer service, the sales work that bogs down everybody, you know, you start to kind of see those patterns and that's where we try to plug in and not just provide people to, to help our clients scale and grow or cover work down, whatever the case may be, but also like really get better and really improve their processes because they're leveraging someone like us who specializes in, you know, position one, two, three, where we've got 60 other clients that are trying different things and we can help them navigate their own journey to, you know, just becoming the best operating business. This episode is brought to you by KitCaster. Did you know that podcasts are a great way to put a voice behind your personal and business brand? Here's the secret. We all want to feel connected to the brands we buy from. And what better way to humanize a brand than sharing your story on a podcast? KitCaster is a podcast booking agency that specializes in developing real human connections through podcast appearances. If you're an expert in your field, have a unique story to share, or an interesting point of view, it's time for you to explore the world of podcasting with KitCaster. You can expect a completely customized concierge service from our staff of communication experts. KitCaster is your secret weapon in podcasting for business. Look, your audience is waiting to hear from you. So go to kitcaster.com backslash JessGetHire or find this link on my website to apply for a special offer for my friends of this podcast.
you hear the terms offshoring and outsourcing, and you've kind of intermingled both of those. So can you maybe just explain briefly for the audience, like what the differences might be and some of the advantages that maybe you haven't already spoken about? Yeah, definitely. So I feel like the, uh, the internet is definitely kind of shrinking the gap between what is offshoring and what is outsourcing. And, and we definitely use it you know, inter, intertwined, you know, with both, but the basic definitions is outsourcing is, is when you're leveraging any, any vendor, any agency, um, any business outside of your own, um, you know, for, for a specific function. So for example, you're trying to find somebody to handle your, your customer service line or your customer service chat, and you, you go hire a company based out of Birmingham, Alabama to do that for you. So outsourcing is really doesn't, it's more general, you know, doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it's onshore or offshore in your local market. It could be a, a business vendor that's one block down the road from you. It just right. means it's a piece of the business that you're leveraging outside support and outside resources to kind of take that on. Whereas okay. offshoring is, is our model. It's, it's what we do. And offshoring typically comes with a, a, a cost benefit to it, but that's when you are taking jobs essentially offshore out of your country to mm -hmm. another country, like I said, for business efficiency, for scale, you know, for, for cost savings um, and, and, and working with a partner who isn't domestically located to, to take on, you know, those, those roles or those departments within your, within your organization. Well, you talk about, you know, sending work out of country and I know you guys use the Philippines, a lot of companies outsourced to like India or Colombia or Nicaragua. Um, so why did you guys select the Philippines out of, you know, all the other countries? Definitely for us coming from a real estate investor background, real estate investing is a lot of customer service and sales prospecting. So English for us, written and oral communication um, is really why within our industries, we see a lot of our clients the Philippines because that's that's a big part being able to pick up the phone and call someone whose house is going into probate to right. see if you can make an offer and, and acquire the property is is huge so so that's why we started um we specialize in the unsexy stuff of business right the customer service calls the lead generation the you know back office data management lead management and a lot of those business functions you know, some of the biggest companies, most of the major banks have outsourced that type of work to the Philippines for the last 30, 40 years. You know, I've got even internal team members, some of our department leaders that have worked at, you know, JP Morgan, you know, Citigroup, Google in those same capacities. So for us, it made sense just because the communication, a lot of our VAs, they don't just interact obviously with our clients' businesses, but they work hand in hand and communicate with our clients' clients. So having that, that normalcy to where it feels like, oh, this person could be sitting in Boise, Idaho, um, right. really paramount for, for what we do. Um, and it, it's kind of interesting, like as technologies come up, like seeing like Eastern Europe, India, you know, big investments from Google and Oracle. So you see a lot of like development, a lot of engineer engineering support out of those areas. Um, but for us, with it being a lot of back office operations as well as customer service, I mean, mm -hmm. the Philippines, I'm sure some of your listeners have, you know, been on cruises or traveled abroad. Um, you know, the U.S., they, they, they grant a lot of visas for, for nursing, Filipino right. nurses. I mean, just from a kind of a, a people serving, 
you know, type culture and type background, the Philippines was just the natural answer for, for our industry and kind of what our clients needed. Well, you know, I, I don't go up to the Philippines very often. I, and in fact, it's been many years, but um, a lot of my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, you know, English is definitely like what they speak more than Tagalog or any other <laughs> language. Um, I joke with yeah. my team all the time. I'm like the most uncultured person. On it. <laughs> I speak two languages. I speak a little bit of French and then obviously English. Mm-hmm. But I mean, some of my team members from Tagalog to English to like just native localized tongues. I've got one team member that she speaks like 13 languages or something. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And the caliber of education, just because of that Western influence, it's just so high. I mean, the, the, the one of the, one of the largest, um, you know, conglomerates of nurses all across mm-hmm. the world come out of the Philippines, right? And that yeah. only speaks to how good their education, their education system is. So like I said, just really, really bright, bright people. And, and when you talk about kind of understanding Western culture, whether it's like yourself, where they've got family members that have immigrated um, mm-hmm. at one point or another, or, you know, they've, they've literally worked for JP Morgan for 30 years, talking to Americans and Canadians all day, every day. It's very very acclimated to kind of understanding that cultural nuance that comes, you know, with working with teams from another region or from another country. Well, I have a, my mom is a nurse, was a former nurse and I have a line of aunts and uncles that are uh, nurses and doctors that have come over here. So I'm sure if they're listening, they'll appreciate your comment. (laughs) That's awesome. awesome. (laughs) Now I saw somewhere, I don't know where I wrote this down and I meant to, um, see where I got this quote, but I saw this. It says the success of your virtual hires depends on a great process, not luck. So can you maybe tell me what you think about that quote or what that, what you feel that means? Definitely. So I feel like a lot of probably your listeners, I know me personally, having been the person who's, you know, tried to run businesses and worked (laughs) at companies, hiring business usually isn't that hard, right? Running a business, you know, the ins and outs, the, you know, making payroll, usually not that hard, but what's hard is people, right? That's the hardest part of any organization, inspiring people, getting people bought into your vision, giving them clarity in their role and the expectations. So that's what we mean by the success of your virtual hires depends on a great process, not luck, because you know, the, the truth of it and being someone who's, you know, worked at one of the biggest all the way down to, you know, my own local restaurant in Hot Springs, Arkansas, the process is usually what holds most people back. And what I say by process is for most companies, doesn't matter the size, doesn't matter the revenue. When you hire someone, you spend some time with HR, you spend some time yourself writing up a job description, mm-hmm. you make up some qualifications that, you know, you'd like them to have. And most of those qualifications are built around the fact that you don't want to spend a lot of time training this person. So you're going to put qualifications on there that you would hope if this person had, they would just be able to come into your business and quote unquote, get it right. So, and then when you hire somebody, maybe there's some job shadowing, maybe there's, Hey, you spend a few weeks with them or, you know, there's no real scope of work. There's no clarity. There's no real organization. It's kind of come in, you know, build a job description, interview a bunch of candidates, which is just like speed dating and everyone knows resumes are, you know, a little bit inflated, then pick the candidates you want, spend a little time with them and fingers crossed, hopefully they work out. And oh, I feel that world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you can relate to that a lot, right? That's, that's how most people hire. 
Um, and when you think of like the average, and there's so many figures out there, but the average cost to hire, you know, a new person, the investment you're making is well over six figures. It's just crazy to think that you're going to kind of roll the dice, pick a resume out of a pile and then sit with somebody for a few hours and hope they get it right. So what we do at rocket station and what's really unique of kind of how we help our clients, not just hire better, but really be prepared for, for hiring an outsourced or virtual team member is we develop that process with each and every one of our clients. And what that means is our clients, when they come to us, they tap into our HR resources overseas. So all of your typical vetting, screening, criminal background checks, face-to-face -face interviews, personality profiling, we have that pre-built in to how we screen and how we find candidates every day in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the second part of that that we tap into and really customize for our client is we kind of act as the brake pedal, right? Most people, when they're hiring, it's either, you know, A, we, we've, we've, we've got to get more efficient in this certain process. I'm overworking my team, which means you've got people doing too much work and you need to quickly get that work off of them, which creates a very small timeline to get new people in the door. Or you're gearing up for a big growth, right? A big expansion, a big funding round, a big marketing push. And on that side, you're more kind of looking at where you want to get to and not paying attention to kind of, you know, what these people need to do to be empowered to do their job. So what we act as at Rocket Station is a little bit of that, that brake pedal to say, perfect, you say you need a lead manager, you need a project coordinator, you need a data analyst. That's awesome. But what we're going to do is slow your team down and say, okay, so what does that role require? Who do they report into? Um, what, what does the process look like? What technology are they plugging into? Operationally, you know, what are the three, four, five, six things that they're in charge of? And what our team does is takes that deep dive with all the stakeholders with our clients. And then what we do is we turn that into standardized documented SOPs. So training, training material, both video as well as written, training modules, FAQ questions, instead of just saying, hey, go sit with, go sit with Jess, she'll show you your job, which means Jess isn't getting any work done. And, <laughs> oh, you know, hopefully Greg is understanding it, but right. we've all been in school and know that sitting, to a, sitting there in a lecture, usually not much of it sticks. Um, we actually create all the documentation around each role to expedite the learning curve, but really empower the new hire to know exactly why they were hired, what they need to do, and more importantly, how you want them to do it. Well, I think you answered my question then about like, how do you train someone? So it sounds like you've got a really great process down pat, but like, so other than happy clients, how do you measure success when it comes to your teams that are halfway across the world? For sure. So we, we've got lots of great stories. We just, we, and, and you probably know this, obviously being Filipino yourself and having been back and forth, this job, I mean, we're definitely a for-profit company, don't get me wrong, but it does have a certain philanthropic, you know, sense to it. We are big on community involvement and just, just betterment of, you know, the, not, not the working culture, that's the wrong word, but like the, just, just the opportunity that is afforded to these super talented individuals that are in the Philippines. So we, we really gauge success. Yes. On client satisfaction, we do NPS scoring, you know, we do all of our quarterly get togethers, real-time tracking, really make sure the client is hitting the KPIs and metrics that they expected when they, when they brought us in. But I would say even more important than that is like our deep company culture within the betterment of our team members in the Philippines. And we do that through, a bunch of different ways. We, we have a whole back office 
if, if some of your listeners and maybe you just, you've heard of like the masterclass platform where you can sign up for like other, you know, educational or seminars. We have a whole up, upskilling, up tooling platform that we have for our, our VAs as well, where they can have ongoing education within, you know, whether it's how to be a leader or whether it's advanced sales tactics for real estate investing. Like we try to just better them and give them an opportunity to, to up their skill sets so they can become, you know, whether that's driving more value for their clients or whether opportunities for promotion opens up, they themselves can really personally develop and be the professional that, that they want to be. But we also have a big culture of giving back. We say our teams were just over there. We do a rocket station cares event every quarter where, you know, being remote and being virtual, we've got thousands of team members all over the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So we're very intentional. And, and now that say we're hopefully out of COVID here, we're very intentional about bringing everybody together. And we try to bring people together with a purpose. So we'll go into a school, um, you know, that, that one of our, our virtual team members or one of our support staff, you know, used to attend and we'll hand out books and backpacks. You know, we've done mm -hmm. kind of habits and not habitat for humanity, but those types of projects, right. building houses, or, you know, we, we had a big fitness program that we did um, fitness challenge that we did the, the tail end of last year. So what I love seeing that part of it personally, just working across a company that involves, you know, two different cultures that are, you know, very similar, but, you know, very, you know, different as well right. and seeing the actual impact and, and really the pride that our team members take in, you know, yes, we go do the after work happy hours and we do the company parties, but the philanthropic piece of it, of stepping out there and giving back and, and that really being a core conviction of kind of what our company is and what we stand for is really kind of the most exciting piece that we do. And we feel like, you know, that's a big gauge of success. You know, how many of those events, how much can we give back is a huge part of, of kind of what we want to do and, and the company that we want to mold both here in the U S as well as overseas. Well, I know that they don't take those things for granted because every little thing that you can do over there is very much appreciated. We are always sending the little things that you don't even think matter to you. It matters so much more to them. Um, so it sounds like you guys are really doing it up over there. And I, I know that they really appreciate what you guys are doing. Oh, and it's, and it's been great, right? The, the, the global workforce that we all have been exposed to in one way or another. Um, it's awesome. Now. I mean, we've, we've started a new program, getting our clients involved, you know, clients that have large teams, you know, running these corporate events, you know, through their brands or helping them have team members. We just, we just were at an event a couple of weeks ago where they actually flew their, their, their manager VA. She's been promoted like three times. They flew her over here for a week. So she got to, oh. Yeah, she got to go to Utah for a week and go up in the mountains. Then she came over for the event in Arizona and got to go to a baseball game. So it's, it's just like really, yeah, it's great. Just like really cool experiences like that. Just, you know, there's so much where I feel like work or just, you know, the world right now, like we're just, people just aren't people. And this just like really allows you to like connect and really allows you to like see another point of view and perspective. And the fact that our clients now want to be involved in that is just, I mean, it's exactly you know, what we wanted when we kind of drafted this up on a whiteboard six years ago. That's amazing. Well, it sounds like you guys at Rocket Station know how to definitely run the business. I'm excited um, to find out what's going to happen with your business moving forward. And I appreciate your insight on how offshoring um, gives businesses that competitive edge. But so 
in closing, I guess, you know, is there anything else you want to plug in? I'm going to make sure I share your links to Rocket Station, but, you know, what's next for you personally or professionally or what's going on with your company? Yeah, no. So we're, like I said, we're kind of all say all speed ahead. We're just trying to really, like I said, we launched a new home service division about 18 months ago. So really just trying to help as I'm sure, I mean, for some of your listeners, it might just be, you know, watching Zillow and seeing the value of your house go up and down and up and down. But the real estate market right now is <laughs> as crazy as those prices are, you know, you, I'm sure most of your listeners can only imagine operationally, you know, what's going on with the people who, you know, earn a living and own businesses there. So it's, it's really doubling down and making sure we've got the needs of our clients taken care of. Um, for, for, for anybody say looking for more information, rocketstation.com is our website. We've got lots of um, lots of great resources on there. If, if you've toyed with the idea of hiring a VA, even if it's just like a personal assistant or if, you know, your company has full divisions or departments where you need to offset roles or, or hire more people, lots of resources there. And then say anybody who's, who's looking to have a, a deeper conversation around either, you know, process development, setting hires up for success or, you know, hiring VAs. Um, my team's calendar is discovery.rocketstation.com. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Greg, for being on the Just Get Hired podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks, Greg and Rocket Station for being a part of the Just Get Hired podcast. Outsourcing helps U.S. companies be more competitive in the global marketplace. We can sell in foreign markets while keeping labor costs low by hiring in emerging markets that prove to have lower standards of living, an abundance of skilled talent, and the ability to communicate in English clearly without having to lower our customer service standards. If you're thinking about outsourcing, there's a lot of benefits that you should consider. Overhead. The teams remain virtual, which means you don't have the cost of having an office. You don't have to worry about onboarding, providing health and wellness benefits, and you get to hire at a more competitive cost. The talent pool also starts getting a lot larger because we're not limited to a certain geography and legal bureaucracy. You also have the better use of technology. We are forced to manage the business overseas, which means you need to upgrade your equipment and you need good technology in order to do business better. The cost savings that you encounter from outsourcing can be reallocated to get better equipment. Think about around the clock coverage, basically 24 seven. The benefits of having overseas workers is that depending on where they live and what country they're in and the time difference between that and the United States, that will allow you to continue to operate outside of your typical working hours, which can also increase efficiency. There's a few disadvantages though that you have to also consider. So security risks. You're exposing sensitive data or customer information to foreign markets and they don't have the same privacy laws as we do have here in the States. There's also communication issues. Although we're outsourcing to English speaking countries, there's still that language barrier and the different cultural nuances that they probably don't pick up on. And so it can get lost in translation. So that can cause conflict. Otherwise, some of the top countries to outsource based on salary, ability to speak English and the cost to do business, according to business.com is India, Ukraine, China, Poland, the Philippines, Romania, Brazil, Taiwan, Egypt, and our friends up north in Canada. Well, does your company outsource? I know we've all had to deal with someone who's outsourced. Did you have a good experience or a bad experience? I wanna hear from you. 
Well, message me on justgethired at gmail.com. Find me on my website, justgethired.com. Also, look me up on all of my social media pages. If you're looking for a virtual assistant, consider Rocket Station. And also, just to put it out there, I'm also looking for a VA to help me with my podcast marketing. So if you're interested, hit me up. (laughs) Well, thanks to KitCaster for sponsoring the show and bringing me yet another wonderful guest. Remember, rank me on iTunes. Come back in two weeks for another great episode. My name is Jessica Fiesta George, your host of the Just Get Hired podcast. What do you guys want to talk about next? I'll catch you on my next episode.